0: Hey everybody, you're listening to the Proven Progress Podcast, and I'm your host, Bonnie Provincial. This podcast is for you. This can be your wake-up call to make sure that you are living your life fully alive and can become the best version of yourself. Alright guys, on today's episode, we are going to talk about growth versus fixed mindset, And we're going to get over blaming other people for where we are, okay? So first off, I'm going to just start talking about growth versus fixed mindset. I think that everybody kind of hears that and thinks that, okay, yeah, that's pretty intuitive what that means. But it goes so deep into what we believe about ourselves. And this is something that I suffered from. Insane amounts to the point that I didn't even I didn't even try um, certain things because I just kind of felt like it was out of my reach, and it wasn't until I actually decided to get into construction and to become a framer that I actually kind of understood that you can really do whatever you want and. I didn't even really realize it. It's something that just kind of fell out of my mouth one day when I was talking to my kids. Um, and I and then we were talking about, you know, what they wanted to be when they grew up and all this. And Alex, uh, my oldest daughter, she was talking about how she would want to be a vet one day, but she's not very smart. And how she, you know, doesn't think that she's smart enough to be a vet. And I just said to her, I was like, Alex, like, anybody can be whatever they want to be. It actually has nothing to do with how smart you are. Nobody is born with the knowledge or the, 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 nobody's born with the knowledge to become a vet, but every single person is born with the capability of becoming a vet unless you have some kind of like obvious, you know, like brain drawback or some kind of disability. I don't want you guys to get all technical on me and be like, "Yeah, Bonnie, but if you you know had Down syndrome, you probably couldn't become a vet." Maybe that's true, but maybe it's not true. I don't know. I that that could happen, right? Essentially, what I'm trying to say is, I think that a lot of people they kind of categorize themselves as, as far as like what grades they got in school growing up, whether their parents told them they were smart, whether their teachers told them they were smart and, and kind of that level of intelligence is just what they think that there's a category that they fit into whether, okay, well, I'm smart enough to be a doctor, but I'm, or I'm not smart enough to be a doctor, but I can be a, I don't know, an accountant or whatever, like however things go. And, The funny thing about growth versus fixed mindset is a lot of times when we're told we're smart or we're told we're good at something, that is actually what leads to a fixed mindset. And it's because the things that we're naturally good at, like when I think of of where I really um, got held up with my fixed mindset was in the game of basketball. I played basketball my whole life. And it was something that came really natural to me. I didn't have to practice a whole lot. I I enjoyed it, so I did practice a lot in my free time, but it wasn't something that I would see like insane improvements over time because I just kind of, just as I grew up, my skills got better as I grew taller and got more coordinated and all that stuff. But like when I was eighteen years old, I really and I was kinda like, okay, I'm gonna go to college, I wanna play basketball in college, where can I go? It was really this idea in my mind that I was only good enough to go to community college. And there was a university that had given me an opportunity to be a red shirt. Like like you can walk on and be a red shirt but you're not gonna get a scholarship and blah 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 blah. And and you're definitely not going to play your first year. And to me at that time I I even remember saying, well, if I'm not good enough right now, like, I'm not, like, I'm never going to play. Like, if I'm not good enough to play right now, then by the time I'm a sophomore or a senior in college, I'm still not going to be playing. And that's truly what I believed. Like, to anybody listening to that, even myself listening to myself talk about it right now, that sounds ridiculous. But at 18, that's really what I thought. And so, you know, I went off to community college to play basketball. And the funny thing is, is that I got a lot better (laughs) because I'm playing against people that are significantly better than me because they've been playing college basketball for a year or whatever. And, or they're coming from other parts of the country and we get together and make a team and it's all kind of the best of the best. And I did significantly improve. And I remember when... Um, I, college was over and I'd actually, I'd gone to college one year in Montana and then moved to Lethbridge and did two more years of college at Lethbridge College. And I remember like kind of just when my career was coming to an end, it was just like, oh yeah, man, like I, co- I probably could have played for the university. <laughs> and after that first year, like practicing with the team and watching, just watching, even watching quality basketball, I would have improved tons. And um, I just never believed that. and But that was something that I was always told I was good at. And so it's funny, like um, a lot of science and a lot of studies has shown that a kid that is always told that they're smart because school comes really easy to them they actually get stuck in a fixed mindset as well because they actually don't know how to problem solve because the answers have just always came to them so naturally and they haven't had to put a lot of effort in. So when they come across a problem that requires a lot of effort, they don't they don't know how to solve it. They just basically say, well, I guess I'm not smart enough to figure out this problem or I'm not smart enough to do this thing and they give up, and they just kind of go a different direction because they think they're not smart enough. Whereas somebody who's had a difficult time in school, maybe a C average student, they know what it's like to struggle to get the right answer. That's That was how everything went their whole life. So when they come across a big problem, it's like, that's okay, I can get this. And I can get the wrong answer seven times in a row, but on the eighth time, I'm going to get it. And they'll keep persisting and practicing and seeking the answer. Because the thing with the growth mindset is the concept that anybody can learn anything. If you have the passion and the desire to become a doctor, you can become a doctor. Yeah, it's going to take a lot of time in school. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of hard work. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of effort. And you're going to have to grow. You're going to have to learn. But you can do that. And you have the ability to do that. And that just is the same for everything. If you want to be an author, if you want to be a speaker, if you want to... Even if you want to be a professional basketball player, you know, something... Even even a singer. You know what? Everybody's like, oh, I would really love to be a singer. There is tons of actors out there that have no idea how to sing. But then all of a sudden they get cast for a movie where they need to be a singer And what do they do? They bring in a voice coach and they just teach the actor how to sing and they practice and they work really hard at it. And then the next thing you know, they're up for a Grammy or an Oscar for the best singing role. So I want you guys to kind of think about that and just think, what am I not doing because I think I can't? Because if you have enough passion and enough necessity and enough purpose behind something, you can learn anything. But the problem is you have to be willing to trip and fall. And you have to be willing to fail. And you have to be willing to suck at it at first. And that's kind of the part that nobody's really up for doing. Nobody wants to suck. Nobody wants to fail a course two times to have to pay to take it a third time just so you can pass to get into whatever school you're trying to get into. Or, you know, even if you're running a business, nobody wants to to screw up a product or screw up a service for a customer three times in a row to finally get it right. But when I was in construction, that's what I did. Like, I remember the first house I ever framed I like I just totally messed up the stairs so incredibly bad that they wouldn't even call me back to fix them again. They got a different carpenter to come in and fix the stairs and just give me the bill because they were like, "Okay, Bonnie, obviously like you're not figuring this one out." And uh so what did I do? I went and found the carpenter that they had to fix the stairs and I went and talked to him and I asked him what he did and and what he needed to do and where I went wrong. And you know what? He told me. <laughs> and that's another thing is that people really think that, that any information that like a professional has, they think that's like really secretive information and that nobody wants to share their intel with you. Well, the funny thing is, is when when somebody's really good at something and they like doing it, they actually just love talking about it and they love teaching other people how to do it because it's their passion and just talking about it energizes them. So, you got to be willing to ask for help, you got to be willing to fall and you just got to keep at it and be persistent. So, the other part of this podcast is a bit about um just victim thinking and understanding that you are where you are in your life right now 100% because of you. And that seems a little bit extreme, but no matter what circumstance you are in in your life, is directly related to you and the choices that you've made and, and how you're looking at at the world. And so a lot of people, I tie these two things together because a lot of people kind of They'll blame their gene pool, or they'll blame the way they were raised, or they'll blame the teacher, even, for a bad mark or a bad outcome. They'll blame society, they'll blame the system, while well, I just have bad luck. Like, all of these things, it's, it's, they're really just excuses. And it's all wrapped around this idea that it's not our fault, and that It must be somebody else's fault because I've tried everything and I've done this and I've done this and I've done this and I've done this and, and I've done everything right and I still am not where I want to be. So it is obviously, you know, my spouse's fault, my mom's fault, my dad's fault, my teacher's fault, my grandma's fault, my friend's fault, my boss's fault. And what I want you guys to realize is how disempowering those statements are. When you really think about it, is everything in your life somebody else's fault? Do you seriously have no control over any outcome whatsoever? Because it all is dependent on what somebody else is doing? And does that include your happiness? Do you have to... Wait for somebody else to do something specific in order for you to be happy. That's a big question. Because I think for a lot of people, and for myself at certain times in my life, the answer to that question was yes. There were lots of times where I'm, you know, sitting back, looking at the hard work I've put in, looking at how i think that i've done everything right and i just and i'm sitting back and waiting you know like i'm i'm setting my wife up to come in and just do something or say she appreciates that i clean the house or appreciates that I did this or that or whatever, and then when she doesn't do that very specific thing that I've pre-planned out in my mind that somebody else is supposed to do in order to make me feel appreciated, in order to make me feel happy, in order to make myself feel proud, if I'm waiting for somebody else to do that, then the only way I will ever get the result is up to somebody else, that is the most disempowering life you can possibly live. And I was actually trying to explain this to my son. And I I used a pretty... I mean, it seems like a pretty straightforward example. But last November, I actually got my truck stolen right out of my driveway in front of my house. And... One might ask how you get a vehicle stolen, but I actually left the keys in it. I left the keys in the ignition of the truck. So I think the I think the person was actually just kind of, you know, door handle checking, looking for loose change. And then when they opened the door and the truck actually was dinging at them, they were like, <laughs> okay, yeah, like this is just too easy to not steal this truck. <laughs> and so... For a long time, I was very kind of angry at well i mean obviously you're for i mean the initial the initial feeling is shame, like you're really ashamed because you're such an idiot that you leave your keys in your car but then you you get angry at the person who did it, and oh, you know like if I hope the police catch them and and you know they deserve what's coming to them and they should go to jail and they should have to pay and all of these things, you know, any any time somebody's victimized or quote unquote wronged about something, that's kind of where your mind goes, right? So for a lot of people, it might go to self-pity or revenge right away or whatever. But if I believed that at any point in time somebody could just come and come and steal things from me, then That would be a very scary, disempowering life. But my truck did not get stolen because people can come and steal things from me whenever they want. My truck got stolen because I didn't lock it and I left the keys inside of it, right? I did not, I obviously did not ask this person to come and steal my truck. I did not give them permission. Like, they did something wrong, yes but the reason why i was in that situation was 100% on me because i left the keys in it and so if i if i consistently stayed in this idea that it was on them that it was on the person who stole my truck then i would have to believe that at any time anyone could very easily walk into my home, my vehicle and steal my kids from me, steal my TV from me, steal whatever. Like, like if I believe that, that would be an incredibly scary, disempowering life. But I don't have to feel that way. I don't have to feel that way because I know that it was my fault that my truck got stolen. It wasn't locked, and the keys were in it. Just like if... I were to leave my house unlocked and my kids' home alone, they could get stolen. But I wouldn't do something like that, you know? So it seems like a really juvenile example, but if you take that a step further into your life, into things like your happiness, how much money you're making, the results of your relationship with your spouse, if you're not able to look at those things as being on you and that it's all somebody else's fault. Everything is to blame. You know, it's my parents fault. It's the way they raised me that I lash out in anger all the time. Well, I watched my dad lash out in anger and throw things. So that's why I do it. And we give that blame to other people. And I also want you guys to realize that if you give, if you give the blame for the bad, then you also need to give the blame for the good. And you you are, you are, cannot accept any credit for the amazing person you are. If it's your dad's fault that you act like an asshole when you get mad because you get really angry just like him, well, then it's also his fault how amazing you are with your kids when you go out and play with them. Or how great at work you are when, you know, you really put out your good qualities. Like, you can't have one without the other and we do that all the time. We're con- we're constantly blaming people for the bad and claiming all of our own success and wealth and happiness as something that we have done. But you got to realize that it is all about what you have done. And you can do whatever you want to do. Maybe not right now today. Maybe you need to get some extra training, maybe you need to take a course, maybe you need to carve out some time in your day where you're going to prioritize something important over something not so important like watching Netflix, but you have the power of everything in your life. You can choose to let things dehabilitate you. You can choose to let things cripple you from your past and not allow yourself to move forward to thrive like you were meant to be, you can choose that, or you can choose to do whatever you gotta do to get over the crap that is holding you down from the past, and get the education, get the training, get the knowledge that is going to give you the compelling future that you deserve. I recently saw something on Instagram that I just thought was the most amazing post. It said, if you want to fly, you gotta let go of the shit that's weighing you down. And I'm gonna tell you right now, guys, something that weighs people down is blame and shame. So if you can figure out, if you can figure out how to let go of blaming people and feeling ashamed of not being smart enough, not knowing enough, you can really, really, really change your life. And I want you to do that. I, it is my passion, it is my purpose to be sending this message to anybody who is listening to let you know that you can have the exact future that you want. You just got to believe in yourself and take the steps towards your goals. Do the things that are gonna get you there. And it all starts with what you believe and who you're blaming for your past and just admitting that you are in total control. And that is really scary. That is really scary for a lot of people because we don't want to admit that we're in control. Because if we're in control, then we have to do something then we have to take action then we have to think then we have to really take ownership of what we have and not everyone is ready for that okay so if this episode resonated with you guys at all if you could do me a huge favor screenshot this post it on your social media share it on facebook whatever you got to do because if this makes sense to you it also makes sense to 10 other people you know. Because what happens to a lot of people, including myself, we get in these ruts and we don't even want to admit that we are in a rut because we're too proud. We're too worried about what our friends are gonna think or what our family's gonna think. If we admit that that we're in a rut and we're stuck and we're going through some crap where we're not happy and we spend all this time pretending And for you to share this or you to post this, you could be really helping somebody out to figure out what results they want to change in their life. Or if you know somebody who's reached out to you and and struggled and think they need to hear this, send it to them. Okay? All right. And you can always look me up on Instagram or Facebook at Proven Progress. On Instagram, it's proven underscore progress. And I just put up a free transformation guide on my website. And that's bonnieprovincial.com, B-O-N-N-I-E, P-R-O-V-E-N-C-A-L, P-R-O-V-E-N-C-A-L.com. So if you're interested, head there and grab your free transformation guide. And until next time, I hope you guys are making your days great.